0: It's about building up a little at a time and then increasing that resistance as we go. Welcome to the Found Podcast with Molly Kanoth, a podcast for women who are founding and getting found with their businesses online. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and my mission is to help women rewrite how we live and work on our own terms. We want to grow families, impact others for the better, and be a positive force in our communities, but we also want to have a fulfilling life, you know? In the past six years, I've gone from being a stay-at-home mom to a freelance social media marketer to a hashtag boss babe, managing client needs, talented team members, and my husband and four kiddos on our little farm here in Eastern Iowa. And what I've learned in that time is that it's not just about going full force or any one-size-fits-all strategy for a business owner. It takes you leaning into your unique gifts, intuition, and goals, and learning who you are as a person along the way to founding this business. So come along for lessons and stories from female founders growing and scaling their businesses through energetics, tried and true tactics, and high vibe personal growth. Be ready to get found. Hello friends, welcome to the first episode of 2024 of The Found Podcast with Molly Knuth. It feels so good to be sitting behind the mic this week and coming to you to have a very important discussion about what is on the forefront of so many minds of you listeners as entrepreneurs, small business owners, and really just driven people. Setting goals for the new year. Okay, I know this topic is probably talked out. As you are scrolling through social media, as you are scrolling through your new episodes of podcasts, it seems like in the entrepreneurial space and business development space, everybody is talking about it this week. But I want to challenge you that the goals you set aren't where your success in the new year is ultimately going to lie. It's not in the word of the year that you pick. It's not in the big, audacious, hairy, scary goal that you have written down for yourself. It's not on the vision board for your end result of how you're going to be or look in 2024. It's not, it's not those big, drastic differences that call you to transform into an entirely new person. That's not where your success is going to be found. Your success is ultimately going to be found in those small, little, seemingly insignificant, daily consistent wins that we call habits that will ultimately decide if you will be able to reach your ultimate destination by December 31st, 2024, or if you're going to miss the mark. So today we're going to talk about small business Big habits. Super, super unsexy, but super, super crucial if you are someone who wants to achieve big things in the year ahead. All right. So, our intention for this episode is to really give you some of the background information about habit formation. And I am going to draw upon experts in the field other than myself. And if you go to the show notes in today's episode, you'll see all of them linked from James Clear to my friend, Emily Russell, to um, Brennan Burchard and Jen Sincero and the rest. But with building big habits, what I want you to do is think about a time when you got to a point that you were just so tired of the bullshit. (laughs) There's this quote, that I love. And it's like anybody who has ever achieved big change is because they got so sick of the bullshit they've been telling themselves. And they finally felt that incentive to do something different. And I really feel like that's where a lot of us get to by December 31st, like full of alcohol, full of sugar, full of cheese, full of bread, and just so ready for a fresh beginning. And when we talk about this sense of aspiring to become a better version, this can be in your personal life. Maybe you have fitness goals. Maybe you have organization goals. Maybe you have financial goals. Or this can be in your professional life. Maybe you have that managerial role if you're part of a larger corporation that you want to strive for. Maybe you're a small business owner who has a revenue goal. Maybe you are embarking on this self employment journey for the first time in the new year. But whatever your goal is, I want you to think back to a time where you, regardless of the nature of the goal, you decided that you were going to pursue something different and you achieved it. You got success. And I want you to think about how you made that possible. So for me, There are a few examples that spring to my forefront of my mind. So, one of these times was back in 2014, 2015. So, I was a stay at home mom. I had a three year old who was in three year old preschool. I had a one year old, and then we had a fresh little baby newborn. Our three year old was enrolled in pre K across town. So, it literally took me about five minutes to get him to school in the morning. But Every single day, I was late. I could not get him there by 8.30 a.m. I was always coming in when the kids were already around the teacher, already gathered for circle time, talking about the weather and the day's fence. And here I was dragging in my three-year-old, my one-year-old, and that car seat, you know, those ones that hang over your elbow and they're just so dang heavy. But I'm causing disruption for the class. And every single day, I'm like, maybe I'll just wake up earlier. Maybe I'll just... um get myself together a little bit better in the morning, and then we'll get to school on time. But lo and behold, everything I tried was just not working. And eventually I was like, okay, I've got to do something different. If I want different results, I have to have different inputs. And so rather than trying to change my morning routine, what I did was I installed a habit in the evening after the kids went to bed, but before I went to bed, I started laying out clothes the night before. So in my kitchen on our island, I would lay out my son's clothes. I would lay out our daughter's clothes and everybody would have a separate pile. On the end of the island, I would lay out all the things that I needed for success that next morning too. So for a long time, it was like my pump kit. So like the clean bottles, the clean phalanges, and everything was sitting there ready to go. So I could just grab it and like begin my routine right away. Then as the baby got a little older and I didn't need that, that pumping kit, feeding kit was replaced with my workout routine. I would lay out my clothing the night before. I would set out my shoes, my socks, my sports bras, my whatever I was going to wear the next morning. I'd pack my workout bag so I could go to class and i'd have my dumbbells ready my sweat towel i'd set out my water bottle and that change that just like switching from trying to optimize my morning routine to establishing an evening routine made the difference and while i can't say that it has changed my life forever it did really make a difference in me getting my son to school on time and so having an evening routine was something that I had to like flip the switch If I wanted to be different, I had to do something different. And then I had to make that something different, a consistent, regular, easy thing that I could achieve. And I built that habit of having that evening routine that set me up for success the next morning and got me to that ultimate goal of getting my three-year-old to preschool on time. Now, some of these goals, while that might seem like a silly or a trivial example, This is also a similar story for other things that I've been able to achieve over the years, or maybe it's not achieved, but to me, it was important. So for example, starting this podcast, I knew that if I really wanted to start a podcast, I couldn't just rely on myself and a haphazard schedule to make it happen. I knew I had to have somebody who could actually do the editing. Insert my friend Miranda. She's great at this. And I knew I had to have the support of somebody who was going to make sure that it got over to the website or that it got shared over to the email list. And I knew that I needed to really have accountability. So I made it an announcement on social media. I went and told people, here's what you can expect from this new podcast. Here's the release date. Here's how often it will be released. So that I had these parameters, I had already shared it with the world, and therefore I knew I had to step up and make sure that happened. So having something like a podcast or a professional goal, it still starts by having some of these habits ingrained and put in place. So I had a habit of what day I would record, what day I needed to get it to my podcast editor, what day she was going to have it uploaded, what day of the week and time of the week it was going to get released to everybody else what day and time of the week that it was going to get released on the blog. And so then I had this routine that I tapped into. Now, in the last year, we went from having weekly episodes to biweekly episodes, and therefore my habits have kind of unraveled and they need to get rebuilt if I'm just being completely transparent. But those first couple of years of the podcast, it really depended on having some of those regular routines and habits to make sure that this took place and that this was able to get off the ground and launch. So habits aren't something that begins with success levels. It's not something that we're going to ultimately get enough motivation built up to just achieve our goals. The success comes from those small, tiny, daily changes that are easy to achieve. And over time, they build up to create this like ingrained, deeply intrinsic. You can almost zone out because the habit is so part of your regular routine that you don't even have to think about it. It just happens. Now, a couple of years ago, I started using an Audible account and I came across this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that I quote James Clear. Quite often, but his book, Atomic Habits, really did just kind of flip the switch for me about how to achieve some of these big goals and how the goals that I had set in the past were able to be achieved and how I could really use this information to dig into and pursue new goals. So on his website, James Clear has an article. It's linked in today's show notes called How to Build a New Habit. This is your strategy guide. So I'm going to just pull right from his article and you can find it. Just click right to the article through today's show notes for the episode. But I really feel like if you are somebody who has big goals set for yourself in the new year, go and read this article right now so you can begin the establishment of habits. So, in this article, James Clear talks about the very strategic, very actionable tips that you can start implementing today to get healthy habits built up, whether it's a fitness habit, whether it's a nutrition habit, whether it's a podcasting habit or a social media posting habit, something you want to achieve and it's something you want to make consistent and it's something you want to execute daily, begin with this article, okay? So in the article, James Clear talks about number one, your habit has to be incredibly small. You want to make it something that's so easy, you can't say no. Something that doesn't take this massive effort or this massive display of willpower to make you go do it. It has to be something that's just like so simple, like brushing your teeth, right? Over time, when we were kids, it became routine that we woke up, we brushed our teeth every day and teeth, not teeth. We brushed our teeth every day and we went about our business. It's incredibly easy. But imagine if the toothbrushing was also accompanied with doing 50 pushups, that would be a little bit harder to execute and build up that habit as a child, right? So we want to make sure that our habits are like super, super easy. They cannot, it's like silly to say no, because it's just such an easy, small habit. So in 2024, if you have a goal of getting healthier, maybe we don't begin with going to the gym every day for an hour Maybe we say, okay, I'm going to start with 10 minutes of cardio in my house. Maybe if we have a nutrition goal in 2024 to really prioritize nourishing our body, we don't start by overhauling everything in our pantry and refrigerator and saying, I'm only going to cook clean foods when we haven't ever done that before in our lives. Maybe we start the nutrition habit with saying, every morning when I wake up, I'm going to drink an eight ounce glass of water. And then your hydration is what you focus on for the first six weeks. And then you focus on something else for the next six weeks and you build over time. But first, in order to achieve a habit, it has to be something that you implement that is so incredibly small that it's so easy that you can't say no to it so that we can build it in. We can make it routine. We can make it repeatable and it just becomes part of how we operate. Number two over time, increase your habit in very small ways. So it's not about going from zero to 60. It's not about going from no time in the gym every week to having 100 minutes a week. It's about building up a little at a time and then increasing that resistance as we go. In this article, James Clear shares in a graphic formation. So if you're a visual learner, go check this out. But it's called The Power of Tiny Gains. So if you focus on improving by 1% every day, by the end of 365 days, one year, you will be almost 38 times better than when you started. And that's just the power of getting 1% better every day. So imagine if your goal was to exercise your brain. And so you said, I'm going to start reading more. I'm going to read nonfiction. I'm going to read um, about brain chemistry, whatever your whatever, what's your whistle. But you're like, I just want to increase that brain power, reignite that love of learning, things like that. So if you say, okay, I'm going to read five books a month when I had previously done zero, that's a little bit too much, but you can say, okay, too much to make a habit, I should say. But maybe you could say, all right, my goal is to just read one book in January. I'm going to break that down into 10 pages a day. And then in February, maybe your goal is two books. Maybe in March, your goal is three books. And you're going to build and you're going to have tiny gains over time. Or maybe if it's something else like, let's go back to that fitness example. Maybe your goal is to run a 5K. And you say, all right, my goal is to walk for 30 minutes. Week one, you're just walking 30 minutes a day, every day. Week two, you're walking for 25 minutes. You're jogging for five minutes every day. Week three, you're running for 10 minutes and you're walking for 20 every day for the week. And then you're just building those tiny little changes in and increasing that resistance over time so that you can get A little bit better every day, or a little bit better every week, or a little bit better every month, instead of saying, I'm gonna go from zero to 100 tomorrow. Because that zero to 100 might be too much of a goal for us to garner the willpower to achieve. But if we just focus on getting a little bit better every day, building it up over time, and giving ourselves the gift of time, we can build that muscle. We can flex it, we can put those habits in place so that we can make those smaller improvements that really add up. All right, number three from James Clear. As you build up, break your habits down into chunks. So just like we talked about with that reading example, if we have a goal of reading 25 books for the year, maybe we have those smaller milestones Over time, that we can break that down into. If we have a goal of starting to journal, and instead of saying, I'm going to spend 10 minutes journaling, we say, All right, first day one, I'm going to start with just two minutes. I'm going to just try to consistently write for two full minutes. And then at eight o'clock, and then maybe at 10 o'clock, I'll come back and I'll write for two more minutes. At noon, I'll write for two more minutes and I'll spread that 10 minutes out throughout the day. Or if you have a goal of doing a certain number of pull-ups. I feel like I have a lot of fitness examples, but those are a little easier <laughs> easier to think of right now. So, if you have an example of like I want to do two pull-ups a day, which for me would still be so hard, um, instead of just trying to do two back to back, maybe I say, okay, in the morning I'm going to try to do one. Before bed, I'm going to try to do my second one, and then I'm not putting too much pressure on myself to get this new habit formed all in the same time frame. I'm spreading it out over time so that I'm still getting those minutes logged. I'm still giving myself that time to get that habit in, but I'm making it more achievable over the day or over the week, however you decide to split it up. And I'm building up that momentum. Number four from James Clear, when establishing a new habit, his tip is to get back on track if you slip up. And this is something that I, when I read through his book the first time, it was something I highlighted. I made a book clip on my audiobook. I listened to it again and again and again. And his point that he wants to really drive home is that you never miss twice. If you set a goal and you break it down into daily habits, eventually you'll probably have a day where you miss. And rather than beat yourself up and say, oh gosh, I knew this wasn't meant to be. Oh, look at me fall off the wagon. You pick yourself up and the next day, you just get back on track as quickly as possible. In his article here, Clear says, research has shown that missing your habit once, no matter when it occurs, has no measurable impact on the long-term progress. But if we let that one slip up, Turn into two, three, four. Eventually, that will snowball and we will lose our momentum because instead of trying for that consistency, we thought it was an all or nothing endeavor. And so, what you really want to do is follow his advice of never missing twice. If you miss the mark, if you miss a day, give yourself the grace to say, That's all right. I can start again tomorrow. And you pick up and go from there. All right, tip five, be patient. Nothing lasting was achieved in two days. Lasting change, lasting results happens over time. We want to make sure that we give ourselves the gift of practicing patience and doing things in a way that can be sustained. So back in 2015, I was starting a fitness program for the first time ever. And I was really going, truth be told, I was in my friend's wedding. I wanted to look good in that bridesmaid dress. And so I had just had a baby a few months prior. And I was like, all right, I got to do something different. I was tired of my bullshit, tired of feeling like crap. And I was like, I'm going to go join this new studio in town that's focused on cardio and strength training. And I'm going to commit to going every day. So when I started going to that studio, I took a progress photo on day one, week one, and then on the first of every month, I made it a habit to have progress photos taken. This is nothing fancy. I was in a sports bra. I was in a tank top. If you remember those BKE tank tops that had like the thin little spaghetti straps, that's what it was. I had the same pair of pants on in most of the pictures so that I could see how my body changed over time. And for anybody who's been on like a weight loss or a body transformation kind of journey, you know that it can be really hard to see those results if you're just measuring day to day. You're not going to look that different on Monday when you look in the mirror versus Tuesday when you look in the mirror. But if you look in the mirror on the first of the month and the 30th of the month, you will see, you will see some changes. But by taking those progress photos, I could set those side by side, and then I could really, really see the transformation. Especially when I made it a habit over the course of the year to take those first of the month photos, and I had nine, I started in March. So I had nine pictures by the end of the year, and I could see how in month one, month two, month three, minor change. By month four, dramatic difference. And by month nine, it was crazy the transformation that my body had gone through. But not only did that help me document progress, but every month when I took those pictures and I noticed even those tiny little differences, like the difference in my jawline, or I could see maybe the hint of a muscle start to like see some tone intonation that it didn't have before in my bicep. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to make that happen more for my next months. And it was a motivating factor too. So, be patient, stick to a pace that you can sustain, and track your progress, and I promise it will help you stay the path, see the difference, especially if it's one of those longer-term goals, so that you can really see the change from start to end. Now, if you liked those steps, I would highly recommend reading the book Atomic Habits, which is James Clear's like Large Manifesto and how to build habits, and it goes into like more tips, more strategies, more scientific data, um, more like neural research and psychology, and it's fascinating. But I highly recommend reading up on James Clear. Now, in the show notes, you'll also find some other helpful links to other authors like uh, Jen Sincero with the book Badass Habits, Stephen R. Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Brendan Burchard, High Performance Habits. All of those are really great, Uh, Informational resources that can help you see why having habits and establishing habits is so critical to achieving long term success. Now, if you're somebody who needs a little bit more support, because not just like getting habits in place and like saying, okay, this is how I'm going to establish this habit, there are other things you can put in place too, like having an accountability plan or an accountability buddy. That will really help you stick to your habits. So remember when I was talking about that fitness journey in 2015, I wasn't just like self-motivated every day to get out of bed and get to the 515 class. I had a friend who I started with, and then I had more friends over time. And I was like, I can't let them down. We kind of had like this pact that we were going to like attend this workout thing together. And so we would text each other every day. If we were like, I don't think I feel very good. Or we'd be like, I don't know, are you going to go today? Are you going to go today? And we'd be like, I'm going to go. You should go too. And so it became this accountability pact. And in an article by the New York Times back in 2021, this is linked in the show notes as well. um, It's an article by Tara Parker Pope, and she quotes a 2018 North Carolina State University study of 704 people who enrolled in a 15-week online weight loss program. And what that study found was that those participants who had an accountability buddy lost more weight and inches around their waist than those who depended just on an individual kind of self-motivation to get through that 15-week online program. Having an accountability plan or an accountability buddy dramatically increases your, your rate of success and the fact that this habit that you are starting will be sustained. So if a habit is something you really want to establish in the new year, I highly recommend having someone who can buddy up with you and give you the motivation even on those days where you're feeling a little drained. Now, if this is more of a goal that you are pursuing and you're not really sure of anybody in your like close circle who's also interested in something like that, maybe it's not a fitness um, new year, new you kind of thing, but maybe it's like a more niche down industry specific professional goal then you can look to social media, find some Facebook groups, uh, find some other people who you follow, then reach out to them, send them a cold message and say, hey, I have a goal of this. You know, I'm looking for other people who might be interested, and I'm sure they would have recommendations that could help you. You can also find apps. So let's say you have a goal to pursue more mindfulness. You can use an app like Calm to help you with meditation. Uh, I have a goal this year of spending more time outdoors. So I downloaded that 1000 hours outside app and it helps me track time spent outdoors. And so then you can see, and I can't even tell you like how silly, like I'm a 36 year old woman and I am so motivated by these virtual little stickers and badges that you get. Um, So whether it's like a 1000 hours outside or like my Peloton treadmill, like when I get those, like, Oh, I've been working out for three days in a row. Let's see if I can make it five. So like those silly little badges, they really do like motivate me. So like work with your own strengths too and what you know about yourself. And one really simple but often overlooked tool that can help you establish habits too is setting an alarm on your phone. So for example, let's say that you can get really caught up in the day to day and like sit at your desk and just pound out work for eight hours, but you have a goal to hit your like 12 hours of standing every day. Maybe every hour on the hour, you have an alarm that goes off at 10 till the hour and it reminds you to get up and walk around a little bit. I know that that has helped me in the past. Or if you have that mindfulness goal, have like a nine o'clock and a 12 o'clock alarm that goes off, or pick one that works better for your schedule. But just have those little alarms go off on your phone so that you have like a real distinct call to get out of your zone and think about what are your big goals. And it's just that little, like bell that reminds you, oh yeah, I have to go do this now because I said it was important to me and I want to build that consistency. I want to have that habit established so that by the time I get three months, six months, nine months from now, I don't need this alarm anymore because it's so ingrained into the wiring of my brain and my body that it's just natural. So don't discount the like cell phone alarm either. It's super simple, but it can make such a big difference. All right, friends. So. This year, if you have big goals that you want to pursue, don't just set your goal. Don't just build your vision board. Don't just journal once and let it go. Remember that long-term lasting change is not achieved by doing something dramatic once. It's achieved by having those small little wins consistently done over time. That will help you go from who you are today to the person you want to become, whether it's personally, whether it's professionally, if you want to achieve something different by the time you get to the ball dropping on December 31st, 2024, we want to begin with the habits that we are executing every single day, starting in January. Now, Something I'm bringing to the table in 2024 myself is beginning a book club. I love reading. I love development, like personal and professional development. And so I was like, let's just start a book club, <laughs> you know, you know, like, oh, I don't have enough going on, but I really want to have these monthly opportunities for small business owners and entrepreneurs who desire community around personal and professional development too. And What we're going to do is have, we're just starting with quarter one. We're keeping it manageable, but we're going to have monthly book clubs sessions um, around the same book. So this month, the topic is habits and our book club selection is Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. And if you have not read Jen Sincero before, you are in for it. She is hilarious. But her books, I love them so much because while I drew a lot from today's um, podcast on James Clear. His writing style is very like data heavy. It's very much like straight to the point. Jen Chero is like you're reading a fiction book because you'll go from like getting a fact to getting a story from a real life person to like laughing so hard you almost pee your pants. But this book, I haven't read the whole thing yet because I'm reading it in real time with you, but it's about like showing up better for ourselves. And it brings a little humor and levity to the conversation that we might not get from atomic habits or high performance habits. So if you're somebody who likes to have some of those like really reader friendly kind of personal and professional development books, that's what you will get in the MKM book club. If you want to join, it's totally free. You just go to mkm.myflowdesk.com book club. It is tagged in the show notes, but what we're going to do is just have like next week, you're going to get your, or this week, I guess that this, I'm recording this in the future um, or in the past by the time you listen to it, never mind um, But anyway, when you hear this, you can go out and you can borrow Badass Habits. If you have a library that has it in stock, you can purchase it on Amazon. You can um, borrow it from Audible, but we're really going to focus on this week, just getting the book in our possession. And then in the next two weeks, I'll just do some email check-ins. So if you're somebody who wants to join, again, just go to mkm.myflowdesk.com book club so that I have you on that interested list. And I'm just going to send you like a couple check-ins over the next couple weeks just to make sure we're on track to get this book finished. And then on the last day of the month, we're going to have a noon central time Zoom session so that we can discuss our takeaways. We can talk about building habits the celebrations, the struggles, and what we liked about the book or what we didn't like. And it'll just be a great opportunity to come together in community as entrepreneurs and small business owners who are focused on personal and professional development in 2024. So I hope to see your name, join that list. Again, mkm.myflowdesk.com book club. And the January book club listing is Badass Habits, Cultivate the Awareness Boundaries and Daily Upgrades You Need to Make Them Stick. By Jen Sincero, who is also the author of all of the books in the You Are a Badass series. So, You Are a Badass, You Are a Badass at Making Money, all of those good books. Um, but yes, habits. I feel like we in January often talk about the big goals and the resolutions, but by the end of the month, we fall off the wagon. If we can focus on building habits in those ways that James Clear listed out in his article, We can make sure that the habits we want to establish are easy enough that we can't say no to them. And over time, they really compound to help us make big lasting change and get us to who we want to be by the end of the year. So thank you so much for listening this week to the found podcast. I can't wait for what's ahead. I have some really great thoughts and ideas about where I want to take the podcast in the new year. And I'm so excited to have you alongside. So if you have any questions, know that I'm always just a DM away over on Instagram, Molly Knuth underscore MKM, and you can send me any questions or anything you want to see on the podcast going forward. I'd love to hear from you. All right, let's get out there, create some habits, and I will be back in just a couple of weeks with a fresh episode of The Found Podcast. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in to The Found Podcast. If you loved what you heard in today's episode, please head over to The Found Podcast on iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. It means so much to know how you think about these episodes where I pour out my heart or to know what strategies you found most effective from our guest experts. While you're there, you can also check out that library of 100 plus episodes of stories of female founders and successful strategies for getting found in your business. Thank you again for being here this week. And I'll be back with even more in next week's episode.